the Sefer HaMitzvahs, the um, mitzvah, the positive mitzvah, Lamed Aleph, Mitzvah Lamed Aleph. This is the mitzvah that we've been commanded to remove people or to make, they have to leave the people that are impure from the Migdash. Hashem says in Bamidbar, Perik Hei Pasik Beis, the Pasik says there, They should send away from the camp anybody who has leprosy, a person that has a flow, and anybody who has been defiled by touching a dead body. It has to remove him from the camp. What's the camp that we're talking about over here? Which camp is he talking about? That's the camp of the Shekhinah. In the desert, they were traveling. There were three camps. There were three circles. One circle was the circle which the Mishkan stood, and surrounding that area was called the place of the divine. Then around them was the Machana Leviya, where the Levites, some Levite, they circled, they went around that circle. And then you had a circle with all the Jews. That was the third circle. In this case, when you're telling him to leave, he has to leave the divine, the section of the divine. So the, um, what is this kind, what does it mean today? We don't have the Midbar. What does it mean, the camp over here? So that means in the, that would be interpreted as the Azorah. That's the courtyard of the, of the, um, of the Beis Amikdosh. As explained, as I explained in the beginning of the order of Taris when I interpreted the Mishnah. The language of the Sifri is, When the verse says, you shall send from the camp away, this is a warning for the people who are impure, that they should not enter to the Migdash while they're impure. This command has been duplicated in another language. That is, when Hashem says in Pasuk Dvarim Chav Gimel, Yud Aleph. When there will be amongst you a person who is impure because of an occurrence of the nighttime, he should leave outside of the camp. It means to say, when he says, that means the camp of the divine, as it says in this mitzvah, send them away. Outside of the camp, which is Mamid Barhei Gimel. The Gemara, Psachim says, This, what does it mean outside of the camp? Talking about the camp of the divine. The language of the Mechilta, Send them away from the camp. That's a positive mitzvah. How do we know there's also prohibition? They shall not defile their camps. Is a mitzvah say. The prohibition number 68, Hamitzvah Samaches, in the Sefer Hamitzvah of the Rambam, is the warning that the Kohen Godel has been warned not to enter into the uh, holy at any, at any time because of honor and awe before the divine, before the Shekhinah. That is said in the Pasik and Vayikra Tezayin Beis, Val Yovei B'chol Eis El HaKodesh, not to come all the time into the holy this prohibition has various different boundaries. And that is, a Korean Godel has been warned not to enter into the Kodesh HaKadoshim, even on Yom Kippur, into the Holy of Holies, only on the time that has been designated for the service. Same thing is every Kohen has been warned not to go into the Heichal, 
to the main area during the year, during the year, unless during the time of service. Briefly, the love is, the prohibition is, that any coin shall not enter to the place that is allowed to enter there, only at the time that there is a service, which applies to the Kohen Gadol, who does it inside of the, or a Kohen Hedjid, who does it outside of the curtain, inside the curtain. That's where they're doing the Avodah. But you can only go there at the time that you're doing the Avodah. One who violates this prohibition and enters not during the time of the service, if he goes into the Holy of Holiest, he would be liable for death. If he goes into the Heichal, then he's liable for lashes. The language of the Sifra, Val not to go in any time, this is Zayyem Akipurim. That's referring to Yom Kippur. El HaKodesh, that is including also all the other days of the year, Mibes Laparoiches, inside of the curtain, that is coming to warn. Uh, so, first we have for Yom Kippur and all year, not to go in. Which means uh, not the time of the Avoida or of the year. And further, when it's a base laparachas, means this is warning on the entire base amigdosh. So now this says Yochel al kolabayz misa. So maybe you'll think that anywhere in the base amigdosh you enter, not you would get the death penalty for that. Tamud loimar. That's what the pasuk says. Al pnei akapes alorim lo yomus. That on the face to enter facing the lid, which is on top of the ark, which is on the inside of them, then he shall not die. So how are we going to reconcile this? If you're going, you're going to face the lid of the ark, you're going inside, then there is death. For all the rest of it, it's just a prohibition. The Gemara Menachas, they say specifically, going into the Heichel, over there, the penalty is lashes. The prohibition number 77 in the Sefer Mitzvah, the Rambam Mitzvah in Zion, is the warning that anyone who is not clean is not, is tome, is defiled. And again, you get defiled bodily, externally, various different ways a person becomes tome, touching a dead body. Anyway, you're not allowed to enter into the entire sanctuary. Uh, and this would apply for the generations to come, would mean the entire courtyard, starting in Yerushalayim from the gate, which is known as the Nekanor Gate, and inside. That is the beginning of the courtyard of Israelite on the Temple Mount. That's the area from that point and on. You cannot go in when you're tummy. That is also, by the way, one of the objections of the rabbis against entering the Temple Mount because we are not considered to be pure today because of all the graves and everywhere else that uh, people step on and they might very well be Tommy and therefore there is a prohibition against going on to the Temple Mount in that state. Huh? Everywhere you walk there's graves in there. In other words, ancient graves. Ancient graves, right, yeah. And this is based on the verse that it says, "Veloyitamu es machanehem," in the pasuk uh, in Bamidbar, chapter five, verse three, not to defile their camps, which is the camp here means the camp of the Shekhinah, the camp of the divine. The Gemara Makis they say 
that one who comes to the Mikdash while he's defiled, there is both. There is a punishment for it and there's also a warning against it. The punishment comes in the form of Bamidbar Yutas Gimel through Chav. Over there the Pasik says, As Mikdash Hashem Time, he defiled the Mikdash of Hashem, so he'll be cut off. So he gets chorus. But as Hora, where is the warning? It says, not to defile their camps. That is the verse for we learn out not to go in Tomei. In the Mechilta, it says, That's the verse in Bamidbar, chapter 5, verse 2. Send away from the camp anybody who's not clean. The verse continues there. That becomes a Ba'aseh. That becomes a positive mitzvah. Uminayim v'loyisa said, where do we have the prohibition? Amar v'loyitamu esmachanehim. Again, uses this posik. don't defile your camp, their camp, that is referring to the camp of the Shekhinah, that is the uh, prohibition. This prohibition has been repeated in a same idea, but in a different language. And when it talks about a woman giving birth, the birth renders her impure, unclean. And over there the Pasik says, She shall not come, enter to the Migdash. The Sifri says, Because the verse says, in Warn, separate the Bnei Yisrael from their impurity. They shouldn't die, so they should not enter. So I know in both cases, whether you go in or even from the back, which means even if you touch the Migdash from the back while you're tummy, touching the Migdash from the back, you would still be and that you learn out from, where do we know this? Because by Yeledis it says, She shall not come. Come here means at all. And explains over there that the law for a woman giving birth is not that she is, her own law is different than any other Tumay. The laws of a woman giving birth who is Tame is the same as the laws of anybody else who is Tame in this. And further they said in Sifra, uh, when Hashem says in the Posik, in Bamidbu Yizayin Tezayin, it says, It says, if he doesn't wash his clothing, meaning wash meaning immerse it in the mikvah, and also he doesn't wash his flesh, which means to go to the mikvah, because going to the mikvah purifies him, then it says he shall carry his sin. That's in verse in Bamidra says Yudzayin to Zion. So it says Hokkeitzat. How so? And here, as we'll see in a minute, we're talking about, and then he enters into the base Amigdash. We're not talking about he didn't go to the mikvah and then he just gets cars. We're talking about, and he entered to the mikvah, as it says in Sifra. How so? So he says like this for not washing your body, meaning not going to the mikvah yourself, and entering to the base of mikdash, that would be karis, that would be cutting off. While kibbutz begodov, but on washing your garments, which means, if you didn't put your garments through the mikvah, and you brought them into the 
Mikdash, then there is only barboin. There's no cutters, there's only lashes, it's only a warning. How do we know? It says, but it doesn't talk, it says clearly that you're not allowed to enter like that into the base of Mikdash. It just says you must wash it. But what do we know? How do we know that it's only that? So he says, because there's a warning and there's a punishment for uh, going into the base of Mikdash. So therefore, we have to apply that this is also talking in the case in which you are going into the base of Mikdash. As it says over there in the Sifra. It's already articulated, explained, that one who would violate this prohibition and would go in while he's tummy into the base of Mikdash. So if he is mazed, he does it intentionally, he would be liable for curse. He'll be liable for cutting off. If he's a accident, by accident, then he's liable for a carbon that goes up and down. As we said, some carbon the Torah allows, depending on how much you can afford. As we explained in the 72nd mitzvah of the positive mitzvah. The, dinim, the details of this mitzvah have been explained in the beginning of Shavuos, Hurius Christus, and in many areas in the tractate of Zavachim. Okay, the prohibition number 78. Uh, in the Sefer Mitzvah, the Rambam, Mitzvah in Ches. Uh, this is the warning that um, anyone who is Tomei has been warned not to enter into the Levite camp. Now, this is talking about specifically at the time they were traveling in the desert. So you had the camp of the Shekhinah. There they had the Levite, which was Aaron, and his sons was the next one. Uh, corresponding to that, to the Levite camp, would be the entire Temple Mount, the Harabais, the entire Harabais, as we explained in the beginning of Tractate Kaling. Over there, it explains also the prohibition of those who are unclean to enter into the Temple Mount. As mentioned yesterday also when we were learning that this is one of the problems of entering onto the Temple Mount today because of the uh, fact that we're all considered to be Tomei, we're not clean. Uh, The Pasuk that speaks of the prohibition is talking about uh, specifically a person who had a mikre laila, which is a night time happening, a bodily omission, should not, the Pasuk says, shall not come into the camp, which is in Pasuk and Dvarim, Perik Chavgimel Pasuk Yudalov. In the Gemara Psachim, they say also like this, that when the Pasuk says, V'yotza el michutz he should go outside of the camp. So th- this is referring to Machna Shechino, that he should go outside of the camp of the divine, that's the first circle, where you, we learn the Shar Nikanor in the Andahar Habayis. But when it says, again, not to come within the camp, that is in addition the Levite camp, which would be the entire Harabais. So Ravina asked the question in the Gemara, but maybe there is both the positive mitzvah 
and the prohibition are both talking about the same area that he needs to leave the Machna Shechina, only the divine, the camp of the divine. And there is both. There is an Esa and a Loisasa. So he says, if that was the case, the Pasik should have just said, El Toich, or El not to say Toich HaMachna. There's an extra Machna to include a Machna Lomali. To say that you also have to use a prohibition against even entering the Levite camp. Which means there too there is a prohibition not to come within the camp. The language of the Sifri that is a prohibition. The details of this mitzvah have also been explained in the beginning of Masechte Kalim in his commentary, Rabbi Ryan, my commentary on the mission over there. The prohibition number 165, the mitzvah kufsah in the Sefer Mitzvah, the Rambam, is the warning that the Kohanim have war- been warned not to go out of the Migdash, of the sanctuary at the time that they're doing the, the, the service. The Pasuk says, from the door, uh, the entrance to the Oyel Moed, don't leave. And this was also been duplicated by the Koyan Godel. The Torah says, with regards to the Koyan Godel, should not go out of the sanctuary. That's during the service. The language of the Sifro is, don't leave the tent, the entrance of the Oyel Moed. So it, you might understand this to mean whether he's doing the service or not to do the service. That means he has to live and stay in the... Uh, the whole time, which it says, don't leave the old mode. Talmud Lomer, that's why the Pasuk says, Un min hamigdosh lo yeitzei velo yichalel. He should not go out of the sanctuary and not to desecrate. Uh, because how is he going to be desecrating something? That has to be, your a service can be desecrated. If he's not servicing anything, so he's not going to desecrate anything. So you're going to be desecrating the service, what you're working at, or the carbon, whatever he's bringing, if he goes out. So that implies that it's only then that there's a prohibition to go out. Then it says, Kishemen Mishchas Hashem Aleichem. And the verse it says, the reason is because you have the anointment oil of God is upon you. So that would only apply with seeing the only ones who were actually anointed with this anointing oil were Aaron and his sons that if they leave during the time of the service they would be liable for death because they were not anointed but how do we know about all the koyans and all the generations they didn't have the anointment oil uh, placed on them that's why the Pesach says, the anointment oil of Hashem is upon you. It's sort of extended from Aaron and his sons. is also upon you. is upon all the Kohanim. So even though they may have not been directly anointed with the anointment oil, that's still considered that they have the anointment oil on them. Uh, you should know, the Rambam says, that a Kohen Godel has an addition that he is not allowed to follow uh, the coffin. Uh, which means the Pasuk, the simple meaning in the Pasuk, when the Torah says, that it shouldn't go out, meaning uh, to escort and to go into the procession. 
uh, as it's explained in the second chapter in Sanhedrin, that that if a person who's a relative of the Koyen Godel dies, he does not go and escort, go into the procession. And they learn it from the Pasuk, it says, that he shall not go out from the sanctuary, from this Pasuk, not to go out, not to follow. So, um, so from that we learn that he's also allowed to do the service even at the day uh, that somebody died, which that would be normally an oinon, a koyin, a regular koyin would be prohibited, but he doesn't go after, meaning he stays in his service, he doesn't move. As the language of the Gemara in Sanhedrin says, uh, that he can't go out of the Migdash, so he won't desecrate, uh, which means another person that does not go out will actually desecrate, which means what he's trying to say, uh, a regular koyin, a koyin hedjid, an ordinary koyin, he's not allowed to do the service when he is an oinan, and he has been warned about this, that he should not serve as an oinan from this posik that it says, when amigdash that he shouldn't desecrate it, that he should go out. And the rule in the end of Hurius that we, uh, the Gemara says there that a, a koyin, an ordinary koyin, an oinon, should not serve. And a koyin godl, who is an, a koyin godl oinon, can serve, should serve. So we see what does it mean, v'lo yechalel, that he shouldn't desecrate. They made it, uh, it's not a warning, but they made it a, a negative, which means that his service does not become weakly, even though he's anointed. He will not desecrate. Not he should not desecrate. It's not a prohibition, but he won't desecrate. He should, actually he should serve and not make his uh, service weekly, the fact that he's anointed. And the simple meaning of the Pasuk, is a reason for the previous prohibition. It says, don't go out because you will not desecrate. So that's the reason. The Pesach says, lo yeitzay, not the lo yichalel, shouldn't make it chulun, but don't go out and you will not make it chulun. Uh, but this is not, in either way, we don't count it as a separate prohibition. And that would be uh, different than the one who didn't understand the rules that we send out in the beginning, in the introduction to these uh, sayings, and the Ramar is referring to the introduction to this uh, Sefer HaMitzvah, and we already explained, the Rambam says, I already explained that the three prohibitions, which are, Roshel lo Yifra, he cannot let his hair grow wild. V'godov lo Yifraim, he shall not render his garments. Umina mixtos lo and he should not go out of the sanctuary. They were repeated by the Koyen Godel to explain a specific matter. As is the warning for a Koyen about against marrying a divorcee, to also say something specific. The three matters that he warned in the three prohibition, they are the same ones that he already said, Roshechem al-Tifro, 
Uvigdechem loitifro, umepesachal moid loiseitsu. He says to all the Kohanim, don't let your hair grow wild, don't render your garments, don't leave the oil. And Moshe Rabbeinu told them to Elazar in his summer that while you are in pain of the great troubles, these things have not been permitted to you, but you remain warned as you were, and notwithstanding that you are now mourning, uh, you are still warned as you were. While you, since you're a coin, do not let your hair grow wild. Do not render the garment. Do not go out of the mikdash at the time of the service. So, which means, even though it's a service, even though you're in pain, you're mourning, these things don't do. It was duplicated the prohibition by the kohen gadol to tell us that he is prohibited even not at the time of the service and to do these uh, these these, these, these matters. Um, but only on the time of this service alone one is obligated the penalty of Misa if he does it uh, as you learn it from the Pasuk they learn it it says next to Minamigdosh Loi Yeitze so that means during the time of the uh, of the service. So, even though they obligated in each prohibition from these prohibition that were duplicated by the Kain God, we learned out an additional thing that even not at the time of the service, as we explained, but that doesn't increase the number of the mitzvahs to the one who understood the, our introduction. Because the Pasuk itself is, uh, says that you should not do this during the service, it's only added for the Kohen God after the service, but it doesn't make it a separate prohibition for the, for the Kohen God. We have to uh, continue uh, looking this up a little more to clarify uh, what exactly the Rambam is